This is BFF. But first, Faith. Hey guys, this is Steph. And it is Matilda. And we both went to Pepperdine. I feel like most of you guys know that. But it's a Christian college. It's in Malibu. And it, there's literally nothing to do because it's like an island there. Yeah, it, there, it is. <laughs> there's no restaurants or anything. Um, and it's just like very much of a ghost town. But it was such an interesting experience because it was Christian. So we wanted to give you guys a little inside scoop on that. But So I know we always start off with highs and lows. But we want to do three things that you guys might not know about us. So... Do you want to start and give us your three things? Yes. Um, okay, so number one is that I used to tap dance in middle school and high school. And I feel like that's like the most nerdy kind of dance. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of Steph embarrassing. Was a star. <laughs> I just like, oh my gosh, it was so fun. And I would still do it now if I had the chance. I mean, I probably do if I actually looked into it. Is, it is. I love that you call it a nerdy kind of dance. Isn't it though? Because I feel like most dancers are just so like hip top hip top what did I just say hip hop is just like so I don't know so much swag and then there's yes tap is the opposite of swag <laughs> like I tried hip hop and I liked it but like tap is where it's at um okay yeah that's number one what do people not know about you oh okay for my first one is that I'm obsessed with country music it's pretty much the only type of music I listen to um and I feel like I don't vocalize this a lot just because it's not I don't know. It's not the most popular opinion out there, but... I messaged my coworker today because he does... Like, he's the DJ of our office. Oh. And he started playing country music. And I was like, hey, are you, like, on aux? And he was like, yeah, sorry. Am I hurting your ears? And I was like, no, you are gracing my ears. <laughs> <laughs> it was just... Yeah. I love that. That's always the classic response is, like, turn your music off. It's hurting my ears. I know. Country is so good. It's I don't get so it. good. My number two is that my favorite show in the world... Like, this is super random, but I'm obsessed with Songland. It's a show on NBC... I have never been into a show more. Like, there's Bachelor and then there's Songland. You're gonna love me for this because I haven't told you this yet. Today, what? I was telling all my coworkers about Songland. No way. Yeah, I was really going off about it. I am so proud. Essentially, just like the quickest nutshell. <laughs> in a the nutshell. nutshell. In a quick nutshell. The show is like there's a bunch of songwriters that come on and there's a celebrity each week, like a singer songwriter or band something like that and they pitch a song and then eventually that band or artist selects that song to actually record and release and it's such a cool concept and not like your typical singing show yeah it's super good and Steph always just loves reality tv shows I swear that's all you watch I know but like not even like not real reality housewives. yeah not that type of reality but yeah. I just like a full-on story and you are always into the ones where it's like hello guests first well and I'm like this is so boring <laughs> but stories want... are so dramatic it's uh... like they get in a car crash every third episode and then like this and that I don't know okay uh... what's your next fact my second fact which is not insanely interesting but I am super duper close with my brother he's one of my best friends and I just I don't know I just love having like a family member as a best friend I think it's I think it's unique maybe it's not no it is and he is one year older right uh yeah we're he's a little a couple months a year and a couple months older got it yeah I feel like that's such a good gap because yeah it's like same age but a little more exactly I don't know he was always one grade above me so it feels like we're the same age okay what is your last fun fact about yourself my last fun fact is that I don't I'm not familiar with like movies I haven't seen a lot of movies I don't know any actors or actresses names I wouldn't recognize anybody and I used to work at this smoothie shop and James Franco came in and I thought he said Jake when I was taking his order so I wrote down Jake and kept calling the name and he wouldn't come so I was like Jake I literally took your order this is your order and he was like 
it's James. And I was like, all right. So then, the, all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I have like an Australian accent. So then the next day I told my coworker, I was like, remember that guy, Jake, who was so mean or James, whatever. And she was like, yeah, that's James Franco. <laughs> I just had no idea. I swear, didn't she say like, oh, back when you called James Franco Jake and you didn't even know it yeah, was him, I was, right? Yeah, I was like, that was the same instance, like the, <laughs> the Jake I was talking about. It was just, yeah, anyways. I honestly am kind of on your page, though. I feel like I don't know a ton of celebrities. But you people, know movies. Like, yeah. you've seen all the classics, you know? Yeah, I guess. But whenever people say celebrities' names just right and left, and then they expect me to know who that is, I really do not know. Agreed. My very last fact that you guys might not know about me is that I have the biggest sweet tooth in the world. It's not... I mean, you can attest to this, right? Oh, yeah. Isn't it? Absolutely. Okay. It's just... I love dessert. I could literally eat it for every meal, and... I'm not, I I know Taylor, our roommate, has said this about me. She's like, it amazes me how you could eat so much sugar at once and not feel sick. I know, it is (laughs) impressive. I kind of think I'm the same way. Like, we can both eat probably 20 cookies and just be like, oh, our stomach's hurt. (laughs) But it's like, I'm not going to, like, throw up and die of food poisoning. Yeah, (laughs) other people think it hurts their stomach so bad, and I'm like, eh, I could have another one. What's your favorite dessert to eat or bake? Uh... Definitely just a warm chocolate chip cookie with the outside a little crispy and the inside very gooey. Oh, that sounds so good. Mm-hmm. I'm really hoping, because we're going to a viewing party for Bachelor in Paradise, I am praying that there are desserts there. I just all day have been assuming the table is full of desserts. Me too. But if I'm it just scared. has wine on the table or something, I'm going to be so pissed because I, I just want I will be food. so <laughs> Alright, so in today's episode, as Matilda already kind of introed, but we're talking about our experience at a Christian college, just really diving into anything like making friends there, whether or not we felt pressured in our faith, if we grew in our faith, classes, just all that sort of thing. Um, So should we just start with some general info about Pepperdine, like what the vibe was? Yeah. So first of all, if you guys don't know where Pepperdine is, it's in Malibu, California, so near Los Angeles. And um, the size is about 4,000 people. One year, every literally every single person goes abroad so during your sophomore year it's an entire class who's not even present at the school so it really feels like maybe 2,000 kids it's like a high school and then in terms of just religious views and stuff um Pepperdine is in the church of christ denomination which doesn't matter it's not like you have to be church of christ you don't even have to be christian to go to the school but i'd say probably like three-fourths claim to be Christian like maybe not necessarily are genuinely Christian but like would label themselves as Christian. Yeah I wish I could see a survey to actually know. Yeah. I guess based on my own perception I would say about three-fourths seem Christian. Yeah and I guess the main difference that I noticed is with uh, we have like different worship services and stuff like that with Church of Christ they don't use instruments for the worship music so it's just um what's called acapella Acapella, yeah which is kind of cool I mean it's not my style but I like it was interesting to see. Yeah no it's definitely cool I feel like they're very traditional about their way of doing things but I would say Pepperdine is not it's not liberal by any means but within the Church of Christ sector they're more on the liberal side because I've been to Church of Christ churches that are just like the most conservative most traditional and I wouldn't say Pepperdine's like that I think a lot of it though has to do with the fact that it's in LA yeah and the fact that we're college kids so like typically those two align with the more liberal side of things so my first question just in general is do you think that Pepperdine pushed religion in our faces and was trying to force kids to be Christian or religious? I personally don't think so at all. I have thought about that a lot and I would say overall it's so much of you do you, this is what we believe and I would say the only 
way that people might feel this way is because we have convocation, which is where you have to get a certain amount of credits of it is usually a talk slash church service, but it doesn't feel very churchy, but people think that's annoying and it's a requirement. But I didn't feel like they shoved it in your face, did you? I didn't think so either. Yeah, so there were the convocation requirements, and then also um, we had to take three religion classes, yes. which it is like Christianity religion. The first one you learn about um, Old Testament, second one's New Testament, and the third one's just more free philosophical, choice, yeah. free choice, yeah. So I don't, like, I personally didn't feel that way at all. I don't know if it's just because I was Christian going into it, but at the same time, it's like, why? I feel like you kind of, Pepperdine's upfront with the requirements, so if you... Are, have zero interest in Christianity, you kind of know what you're getting into with, like, the 14 church services, whatever. Right. You know? I always thought that way, too. I don't mean it in a rude way, but it is a Christian school, so if you're not open to that or if you don't want to hear about it, then... You, then why'd you go? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because it's not that you have to be Christian, but people complain so much about the Christian requirement classes, and it's it tells you before you go that that's a requirement. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think, too, with the um, convocation thing, so these are, like... Many church services, not going to lie, I think they're super boring and yeah. not that insightful. No offense at Pepperdine. But in general, like, kids would be on their phone and on their laptops. And I honestly thought it was pretty disrespectful. I didn't necessarily enjoy it, but I still at least listened. But I don't think that was an element of college where people really engaged in their faith at all. But there were other optional things, and I think that's where people truly dove deeper and actually were genuine about their faith. And that was, we had a thing on Thursdays called The Well, and it was just a worship session outside. And I think that's more so where the true faith came out. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, totally. They have um, Bible study groups, and they also, I'm totally blanking, what's it called when the teachers put on a Bible study, house, house groups, house groups. Oh my gosh, I forgot yeah. about it. I never did that. <laughs> I didn't do it either, but I always thought it sounded so cool. And it's where, say on a Friday night, your teacher, uh, if they live in the area or they live on campus, then they will cook you dinner and you'll read the Bible and talk with friends and stuff. And so many people did that. And it's because people want to do it. So the people that are there are excited about it and it's not required, which yeah. is cool. Do you think just in general there is a pressure to be Christian, like not necessarily Pepperdine pushing Christianity on you, but just in order to fit in with people and for people to like you, did you feel like you had to maintain that label or anything like that? Okay, I think about this a lot because I do think there is something at Pepperdine where it's trendy to be Christian mm -hmm. and to fit into certain groups, you have to be, you don't have to be, but it looks good on you if you're Christian, which is so stupid because that defeats the whole purpose. Um, I would say I didn't personally feel that way because I grew in my faith from, uh, what am I trying to say? From a natural place, from yeah. a inside, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's the word? Like you weren't impacted by external forces? Yes, yes. Like from, by that design. From my own will. Okay. That's okay. what I'm trying to say. Got it. And not from other people, but um, I just think I know people who've experienced that full on and even... There's one sorority who's supposed to be known as, like, the Christian sorority. Yeah. And um, I think there is a pressure of, like, oh, they're the good Christians. So I didn't like that about it, but I could see that pressure there for sure. I also felt like sometimes people would kind of justify their actions with the fact that they're Christian or quote-unquote Christian. I don't know if they actually oh, were. What do you mean by that? Like, as if it would kind of be, like, the image restorer for that person. Like, they would go... Like, I'm not trying to say, like, going out and partying is, like, the worst thing in the world because yeah, I did yeah. that, but just, like, do this and sleep around and blah, 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 and then, like, post something about, like, how amazing 
their Sunday what? Like, oh, I don't uh-huh. know. Like, yeah, I just it's feel like... such an image thing for sure. Yeah. And just to show people how you're, you're reading the Bible this morning. It's like, oh, wow, they're a good person. And it doesn't matter how they treated others. Exactly. And that, yeah, that yeah. rubbed me the wrong way for sure. Yeah, I just feel like, well, I guess that was another question I wanted to ask. But just in general, if people seem to be genuine in their faith. Mm-hmm. or fake in their faith and that's something that I noticed a little bit there definitely were a lot a lot of genuine people um or people that were genuine in their faith but there also definitely were people that I would say were fake in their faith and just using it for a show like we were saying I think I met so many good friends at Pepperdine because we had the faith aspect in common but then I also saw so much of the status aspect where if you're um Christian then you're this status versus oh they're not Christian so they're doing this and look at how bad they are it's like no that's not the case wait wait what do you mean oh oh so say somebody is um as you said like sleeping around then another person who is Christian at Pepperdine would be like oh well they're not Christian so Mm. they don't know God that's why they're doing that and it's just like okay people you're so condescending and that's not yeah true I I, yeah condescendingness is (laughs) awful Um, And then I guess you were talking about how with friends, you definitely feel like you met a lot of people that shared that faith with you. And it was like a positive thing, just in general, making friends at a Christian school and meeting guys like potential boyfriends, (laughs) that sort of thing. How was that? Yeah. um, So definitely met a lot of genuine friends and people who, because in high school, I was still getting to know, I mean, I'm still getting to know God all the time and Christianity and understanding Um, my relationship with Jesus, but I think that I had so many more conversations in college where I wanted to dive into different topics, and in high school I didn't explore that as much, also because I didn't know as many people who were interested in uh, faith. But as far as guys, I I mean, clearly I didn't come out of it with a boyfriend or a husband (laughs) or anything, but the one thing about Pepperdine, there's definitely this idea of for guys, they're looking for a wife, and there's oh, yeah. so many people who are married now from our grade. Um, and then on the other side of that, there's just there was no like dating culture at all, which I didn't like, and I think that's it's com- just like our generation. Though, yeah. I feel like I don't think it's Pepperdine, but don't because if think- anything, wouldn't Pepperdine be the place to have actual dates? Yeah, but don't you think there was such an idea at Pepperdine because it was Christian that it's like, I'm either going to find my wife and pursue her or I'm just going to, like, not even talk to this girl. I don't know. I think there was – maybe it's at every school, but I've heard of other schools where it's like, oh, we just go on dates, we talk to people, and I feel like Pepperdine, they took dating so seriously that we couldn't even date. It was just like – wife or nothing okay I definitely agree with that and also yeah like Matilda was saying ring by spring was such a thing oh, just yeah. everyone is always getting engaged <laughs> nowadays just looking at Instagram it's like engagement, engagement, yeah. engagement. <laughs> but also I was just gonna say in general even talking to any of my other friends at every other school every girl always says oh the guys at my school suck and it's just like so do they <laughs> suck at every school like, you know what I mean like I'd be like everyone just blames yeah. that on their school but I definitely definitely get what you're saying about <laughs> The whole, like, jumping to marriage thing. (laughs) That's so true. I always feel like it's easy to say wherever you are, the guys suck. But I'm like, I've never met a guy who, like, lives up. Or, like, a group of guys. Not saying all guys suck, but, like, a group of guys who are just like, wow, every guy here is so great and wants to get to know all these girls. And it's always just when you – it's always like the grass is – or it's like the grass is always greener. Because Uh if you travel somewhere, literally no matter what country you go to, and you're talking to someone about it, I feel like – 
they will always say, oh, the people there are so nice. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so everyone's always nice everywhere else. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? That's such a bad I don't know. Okay, so what's your experience with meeting friends and um, potential guys? I mean, I know you have a boyfriend, but (laughs) um, just guys at Pepperdine, the whole um, relationship aspect. Yeah. I'd say with friends, I think... Some, so Pepperdine was kind of a bubble, which has its pros and its cons. Um, but in that sense, like most of the people you'd meet would be Christian, I'd say, for the most part. And so it's almost like that's something you just assume in people, which isn't necessarily a great thing. But I definitely found that to be helpful because I would just be like, oh, want to go to church on Sunday? I also feel like you have to, not saying you're doing anything wrong, but just you have to approach everyone and like not, it doesn't matter if they're Christian or not. Like we should all, we should talk to them as just like, about God regardless and not be like, oh, well, they're not Christian, so I'm not going to bring it up. Yeah, not like evangelizing, but just like talking about my beliefs. Like, I feel like you can't all of a sudden just dive into a topic about faith and like, you know, being mature in faith and like having this experience if it's someone that's never heard of it before. Okay, okay. But anyways, yeah, I feel like the experience with friends in general was very good. I think potentially, I don't know if it's because it's Christian, I'd say probably that this plays or that played a role in this, but that people felt the need to be perfect and put on this facade that they were always happy and always had their life together. Oh, yeah. And so people would, I mean, just I remember at um, New Student Orientation, people would always, like, people pretended to be having the best times in their life, and then I would talk to people later about it, and they were like, I was miserable, I was so lonely. Yeah. And I just felt like a lot of people put on a fake smile because they had their life together and they were Christian and perfect. And that kind of sucked because... It took a while to actually connect with people and be vulnerable and realize that we are all lonely and all kind of on the same boat. You yeah, know, and it's harder. Off. Right. It's harder to get to know people if you don't know what they're going through and if it seems like they're happy all the time because then you don't want to be the Debbie Downer who's exactly. like, actually, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> on to the next topic or question. Um, what is your favorite part of going to a Christian school and your least favorite part? I would say my favorite part was just being surrounded by faith um, in general. Like, even the teachers and stuff were so encouraging with it and were always open to talk. And like we were saying, I didn't feel like they were very pushy about it, but they would always say, oh, you're welcome to come talk to me after and, you know, pray with me or whatever. But I think it was a requirement, actually, for teachers to be Christian when you apply I to work at I always wondered that. I, wanted, I think I asked one of my teachers, and they said it was – it was looked highly upon, but it wasn't required. Because they can't say that because that's, yeah. that's breaking whatever, like, equal employment <laughs> law probably. But, um, well, I guess not because it's private. Well, is that how it works? I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Anyways, I just felt like the teachers were always lifting us up in our faiths. And then I also similarly felt like the whole friend thing. Like, I met a lot of really, really great people. And one of my close friends introduced me to the church that I go to right now. And I guess that's kind of what I was saying earlier. Like, she, I didn't really know her that well. And she just was like, oh, hey, I'm going here this night to this church service. And I was like, all right, let's get in the car and go. And it was just normal, and it felt right. And it was just so awesome, and I love the church. We go there now, so I'm really grateful for that. Um, but, yeah, what's your favorite thing? I have to think about my least favorite. Um, I would say, similarly, teachers is something I wrote down. Uh, so I actually got baptized when I went to Pepperdine by one of my teachers, and I just feel like Pepperdine was such a unique place and I genuinely think I wouldn't be at the place I am right now with my faith if I didn't go there because as Steph said it's teachers are just like there was this one teacher I took a a world religions class where you learn about all different religions I feel like I talk about this class 24 7 I know it's like your favorite thing in the world I am obsessed with it we learned 
so much and we went to a bunch of different temples and places of worship and learned so much and my teacher was so open to talking and I would always ask him questions I had about um, uncertainty or certain Bible verses or topics and we would get lunch together and it was just I don't think you could find that at a lot of schools and this is my teacher and um, so that was one teacher actually but then a separate teacher baptized me and I also was able to talk with him we had this one time where we would always read a certain Christian book and talk about it and answer questions and I'm just like that would never happen anywhere else so that was my favorite part uh, what's your least favorite part? I was going to say go first because I can't think. Oh, okay. My least favorite part is, and I touched on this a bit, is that I felt like Christianity was a trend and mm-hmm. it there was this idea of are they a bad Christian or are they a good Christian? It's like, oh, what type of Christian are they? Or people always saying, like, how religious are they? Are they super? And I just feel like that's such a misinterpretation of the whole idea. It shouldn't be, like bad or good or a scale and so that happened a lot yeah that definitely makes sense and just even I don't know I think we were talking about this in the past episode but everyone is at a different point in their journey of faith and as long as you're on it like who cares don't judge the other person don't rank them below you or whatever like I feel like we're all at equal ground we're all human we all fail 24 7 so it's just like I don't know yeah I, I think that a lot of people lacked humility. Yeah. Would you say that's true? Yeah, I definitely would. I don't know. I'm trying to think about people in general. Like, I feel like there were a lot of very selfless and genuine people, but there also were a lot of people that thought they were better than you for whatever yeah. reason. And it has to do with being in college because yeah. it's all about your status in college. And I think that was a weird balance between being at a Christian school and then also still having like sororities and frats and who is cool and who's not. And yeah. So. And it was hard to know what to care about almost because, of course, we know as Christians that faith is the number one thing and God's the number one thing. But at college, normally so much other stuff is pushed in your face yeah. like with the whole sorority thing and things like that so fortunately at Pepperdine it wasn't that severe where it was like oh popularity popularity whatever yeah but I mean there still definitely was a sense of that and I guess do you want to kind of talk about like partying and the culture with that whole scenario of things okay. I know that's like so much of what college is for most yeah. people and Pepperdine still has it but it's very different. People always, I, don't you get this all the time where when somebody says, or when you say you go to Pepperdine, they're like, oh, so this is your first time drinking? Or like, <laughs> yeah, they're oh, always like, oh, so. the dry campus. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so it is a dry campus, which means that on campus there are no parties at all. It's not like they're hidden parties. There's literally not alcohol or parties on the Pepperdine campus. Yeah. Uh, that being said, there are frat houses out they're not even technically frat houses. It's just a house where a bunch of frat guys live. And they're usually 10, 20 minutes, even like 30 minutes away from school. Um, but there are parties there. And then um, also just at normal people's houses. Um, they're normal people, a.k.a. not frat people. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think that people partied less because it was a Christian school? Uh, no. I think you ran into a couple different things. You ran into the people who were still so into partying, and I was kind of like, why did you go to Pepperdine? Because yeah. <laughs> the party's It's here. like USC is right around the corner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so you ran into that group that was like, any chance they could get, they wanted to make a party happen, and then there was, on the other extreme, the group who was like, I came to Pepperdine because I'm not interested in that, and they wouldn't do anything. But and very then, judgy, too. Oh, experience. super. Yeah. Super, super <laughs> judgy. <laughs> no, literally, I had this friend whose roommate, like, 
she could not come home from a party, even if she was sober. Like, That's she, so the girl just guilt tripped her so much if she came home at 1 a.m. So she would, like, come sleep with me. And that's so messed up. Like, that doesn't make them a bad person. I just think it's ridiculous. But, yeah, I totally agree. There were, like, definitely two kinds of people. <laughs> like, either never did anything or were going out constantly or, oh, my God, we were just talking about this. Like, <laughs> if you say, like, there's two kinds of people and then you're always like, or there was the people in the middle. So, it's like, that literally defeats the purpose of using that analogy. But, anyways. I but I always, I remember my sophomore year, I always said, I feel like I'm in between and there's no in-between people at Pepperdine. Right, we did talk about yeah. that. Yeah, like, we wanted to balance, like, some college life, but also... Not that 24-7. Yeah, I know. And just having, like, yeah, maybe I want to go to a party or do something, but I don't want to, like, go crazy all night long. Like, I just want a little bit of in-between kind of friends, too, and I felt like that was hard to gauge in the beginning. But overall, even my sophomore – I mean, not my sophomore, my senior year, I feel like I had so much more of that balance and found the people who – were similar to me in that. Yeah, and what I'm thinking is post-grad in terms of going out and stuff, it's just a very different vibe. And I was thinking initially it's just because we're graduated, but I think it's because we graduated from Pepperdine and it was like a different (laughs) culture. But we'll like go to a nice wine bar and like get a couple of drinks, have fun, whatever. It's like, yeah, we went out, but it was still chill. Versus at Pepperdine, it's like people wouldn't drink very often. So all of a sudden they get to go to this one party because there's like one or two a month. (laughs) Yeah. Because like everyone's on probation. And so then people would just go ham because yeah. it's like they were depleted of that desire or whatever yeah so you know what I mean like I, you're either like blacked out or uh, not at the party yeah <laughs> I had heard that before people used to always say like oh if you went to Pepperdine that means that you never had a drink in high school and so then they go crazy and I think that was something that I experienced a lot just people being like oh my god alcohol for the first time like I'm just yeah. wild it was interesting but I don't know I feel like it was kind of like any other college like the kids that went to it in terms of their desire to party and stuff like that but it's just the fact that Pepperdine restricted it so much and like you couldn't even come on campus drunk I mean obviously people did because you have to go to sleep at some point (laughs) but like they really tried to crack down on that and so it was just a different culture like the campus itself was like this little holy circle and like everyone else was like half an hour away at their party it's like it was weird like I feel like they're trying to prevent something that is inevitable Exactly. I know. That was, I mean, I wouldn't say that was my least favorite thing about Pepperdine, but I just, and I don't think it'll ever change, but I just wish they understood that this is going to happen regardless. And so the way that you handle it should not be just, you know, forcing kids to like be on probation or something of the sort, because I just don't feel like that's the best solution. Like just understand that it happens and try to regulate, or not even regulate it, just, I don't know. Like, you do have to enforce the rules, but at the same time, at a certain point, I heard they were breathalyzing kids in Ubers. I don't know if that's true or a rumor, but, like, if it was true, that's horrible, because, I don't know, they're being safe, like, you have to respect that, because then people are going to start driving drunk, and that's obviously not okay at all. Mm -hmm. So, it's just really interesting. I don't know. Um, what'd you say your least favorite part was? (laughs) I'm still trying to think about mine. It's the trendy. Oh, okay, I definitely agree with that, yeah, I think a lot of the times... Yeah, we were just talking about this a lot, but people I forgot that you haven't answered the question. I know, I'm trying to beat around the bush because I literally can't think of, like, obviously there were downfalls to Pepperdine, but in general, I just feel like I had such a great experience, and I would say the biggest issue for me, I don't think it's because it was a Christian school, but I just felt kind of isolated my freshman year, and I think that just sort of ties back to what we were saying about people pretending to be happy and pretending to be perfect, and because of that, I felt like I wasn't at that state, and so I didn't belong at the school, 
then come to find out everybody else felt the same exact way. Right. Okay, my question that kind of ties off of that is, do you think that you grew in your faith going to a Christian school? I do, and I think it's not necessarily because of the doctrine or whatever Pepperdine was teaching us. I mean, I definitely think it was interesting taking religion classes and learning more about um, things in that regard, but I think it was just because I was surrounding myself with people of a like mind that we would motivate each other to live a Christian lifestyle and go to church on the weekends and things like that. So lastly, we normally do a challenge that's based on what we talked about, but I feel like we just like randomly ranted about our college experience. (laughs) So I just wanted to pull something that I found online and we can sort of make a challenge out of it. I haven't really thought about the challenge yet, but I just (laughs) love this quote. And it says, until God opens the next door, praise him in the hallway. Oh. Don't you like that? I really like that. I wrote down, um, Psalm 23, 1, which is, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And that really, to me, relates to what you're saying because I always, it's literally the worst, I'm at the worst at this in the world, but I always try to be so grateful and present for what's going on right now and just praise God for that instead of wanting other things because I'm always wanting what I can't have. And so I really like that to be in the hallway that literally ties back to what we were saying at the beginning the grass is always greener and not having that mindset and just being so grateful for what we have right now and I feel like that just brings you so much joy just noticing the good things in life and not focusing on what you don't have because there's always going to be something that you don't have um so what's the challenge just like embracing that mindset this week I don't know yeah embracing that and maybe even thinking about something that you don't notice or you don't give praise to on the regular and starting Mm. to yeah yeah I feel like there's so many little things to be grateful for that you take for granted like literally I remember um I broke my foot and when that happened I was like wow I am so grateful I I was thinking about that functioning like stuff like that like you don't thank god for that on a daily basis I mean I don't I'm not like thank you for my hands and my feet and (laughs) blah 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 but it's like all of those things we have so so much to be grateful for and just like remembering those things that seem tiny but make such a big difference right hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode and got a little inside into what a christian college is like or are specifically um sorry if it was rambly yeah well i know we said that in the last episode we're just like getting to be rambly gals i know I'm like, but we're getting comfortable with the getting worse it's, no are they do you think this was a bad episode no no no, no. okay good. i hope so okay also we always say this but please dm us on instagram and tell us your thoughts on our episodes if you have any ideas for episodes we will gladly take criticism we yes. will even more gladly take praise. <laughs> more <laughs> I'm just gladly. But the yeah. very last thing is also rate us and review us if you're on Apple Podcasts. Yes. That would be very great. Yeah. And we'll see you guys next week. All right. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.